It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, Hale Varsity rolls forward on location, Pinnacle Bank Championship. Practice round today. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark, as uh, we are here set up on the 17th next to the uh, Herdat Sports Pavilion, next to the Patron Zone. Uh, so check things out, PinnacleBankChampionship.com. Get your tickets to the event for Thursday, Friday, and the weekend. It is just an incredible event here in Omaha. As uh, Also, you have fall camp or summer camp turning into fall very shortly. Three weeks from tomorrow, it is Gooferville, where Nebraska gets set to go. We spent a lot of time hearing from Coach Rule and talking about just how thin the wideouts were. Mitch Sherman joined us earlier. Tim Brando, big time to talk to uh, one of Fox's main men. And, uh, yeah, also Matt Rule and some of his comments earlier from the docu-series that's ongoing with Nebraska football, A Look In. So cool to hear from Coach Rule right there. 489-1240, 489-1240. can also email the show, chris at hailvarsity.com. Todd emailed in again. Uh, I think he liked the Tim Brando interview uh, is how I will decipher that. So it's <laughs> It didn't available. need much deciphering. It needed a no. little bit of censoring. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Censoring. Censoring is the way to put it. So, guys, we talk about backups and depth and injury, and we hear Coach McBride dive into it. And what gets you excited about quarterback play when you think of Nebraska football? You think of a guy making a, a big-time throw off a of play action. Uh, I think you think of a guy able to, to dance and dodge for extra yards or just have elite athleticism and speed to uh, to, to turn a, a good play or a big play into a scoring play. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Nebraska's had difference makers at quarterback or the above average, Nebraska's really not had game managers, or they've not asked game managers to manage very often, sometimes to their detriment. But Nebraska has, a, uh, we think, a good quarterback in Sims, part of the Davey O'Brien watch list, the top 35 quarterbacks in the country heading into this season. He made that cut, and you like what Sims can do with his arms and his legs and his leadership qualities. But, dudes, as soon as Nebraska lost Casey Thompson a year ago, what happened? It, it went downhill. Nebraska was good for a touchdown, maybe a field goal. And then the offensive uh, water flow was shut off. Well, Think as, of the as, Minnesota as that, game. As soon as that script ended from Whipple. Whipple, to his credit, and I think you can say the same about Frost during his time at Nebraska, they had great opening games yeah, for the most sure. part. They got down the field against Minnesota, but then what can you do once the defense already knows what you want to do with your offense and uh, with what the offense was? It was going to be a lot of uh, quarterback run. Uh, well, not a lot of quarterback run, but a lot of rushing attack that emphasized the quarterback run just a little bit more. And then you know what? We're going to drop Chubba Purdy back and give him a, 
uh, a one read route. You know what? You get this one read. If it's not there, go take off with your legs. Right. It, it, it did not lend itself to being the most efficient offense. And I think that's a great question because we've laid out on this show before. It's been a long time since Nebraska's had a quarterback make it through the entire season without going down with an injury. Uh, you can expect, I would say, at one point this year that either Chubba Purdy or Heinrich Harburg is going to be behind center for Nebraska this year. I'm not ready to anoint Chubba as the backup. I don't think the coaching staff is yet either. I think that competition's pretty open at this point. But whenever one of those guys is going to have to step up, whether it's for a drive, whether it's for a game, whether it's for a quarter, it's going to happen at some point this season. Are you going to be able to have an offense that brings the strengths of that quarterback to the forefront, no matter who your opponent is? You just have to be ready with that in your back pocket because one thing we know about the Big Ten and one thing we know about having a running quarterback is they're going to deal with some hits and they're going to go down and they're probably not going to make it through every single snap you're going to play this season. What are you going to do whenever that happens? Connor and Elijah, I mean, there, there was a legit... Oh, no. And this is not to, to pile on a kid. It's you just didn't have a lot of confidence. And quite frankly, the, the offense didn't have a lot of confidence in his coaching staff. Didn't put a lot of confidence in Chuba, or at least didn't do a good, good enough job of a asking him to do some things he could do well and b maybe getting him as ready as he could have been or should have been. We don't know how many reps he got as part of the game plan. We know that things looked okay, and then they didn't against Minnesota. Connor, it's uh, it's Nebraska's job to have a second or third team or fourth team guy ready if Sims, who has an injury history, can't go. Can Nebraska have minimal drop-off, be effective, at least get points out of their offense and not hang their defense out to dry? And it, it sounds like there's been some nice progress by Chuba this uh, this summer and then obviously into the, into the fall camp. Well, I think you're exactly right. Based on last year when Thompson went down, Nebraska was maybe good for 10 points, maybe 14 on a good day. So the fact that you didn't really have that confidence behind him cost you big time, right? So you really need to establish that confidence behind the start of this year, Jeff Sims. Um, and, you know, what is Heinrich Harbour going to look like? What's Chubba Purdy going to look like if their number is called? And I kind of agree with Elijah. I mean, you could probably expect at one point or another, just because of football being football, that one of those two will see the field at some point in time. So um, it's really important for those two to get developed. We heard Coach Rule talk about Chubba specifically and his development, um, which is always a promising sign. So um, hopefully, and, and he's a longer tenured guy now just in college football. So you hope that he can take that next step uh, coming into his next year of his college career. And I think a more important question maybe than how much development have these guys made, and it, it, it might sound crazy, but how much development has your rushing attack made? The rushing attack is a quarterback's, especially a backup quarterback's best friend. Are you able to run the ball when the defense knows you're going to run the ball? Hey, we have a backup quarterback in here. It's the third quarter. We're nursing a three-point lead here. You know the offense is going to be running the football on first and ten. Are you able to go pick up three, four yards and make it second and manageable for your quarterback where then the defense doesn't know what to expect on second down. Maybe it's going to be that RPO. Maybe you're going to uh, just hand it off to your running back yet again and try to make it third and two. If you can run the ball when the defense knows you're going to be running the football and still pick up yards, that is a backup quarterback's best friends. It's so much easier for a guy like Chubba Purdy or Heinrich Harburg to step up and make a throw on third and two whenever the entire field is open as opposed to third and ten whenever the defense knows, hey, anything underneath we can let happen and we can rally to the ball. Well, think about the game last year against Minnesota, mm-hmm. right? Nebraska's in the throes of a, of a losing streak. 
Casey's dinged from the Illinois game that first half. Chubba comes in, and what happened? Well, Nebraska was playing their backup quarterback, 10 points and done. Minnesota scored 20 straight to finish that game. Second half. And I think it was tied 10-10 to 10 going with, in. With their backup with their quarterback. With their backup quarterback. That's where I was getting to. And I can't pronounce the kid's name. Kelly Manis. Thank you. Yes. Uh, so Captain Morgan gets knocked out. Kelly Manis comes in. Well done. Nice. And uh, <laughs> I surprised myself. I'm going to give myself a helmet sticker for that. And, and he comes in, and, and he finds a tight end a couple of times. They throw deep because guess what? His intermediate accuracy is trying to aim for the middle when you're seeing three. And they, they, they leaned on Mo. Case in point. Guess what? Minnesota saves the day with their backup quarterback, their offensive line, and their run game on the road in a November game. And you're sick about it because of who the head coach is, but damn, he got his guy ready. Damn, he got his guy ready, and he had a game plan ready to go when yes. Tanner Morgan got hurt. You know what? We're going to use the more quarterback run. We're going to take the deep shots with that play action as he kind of laid out. That's what really impressed me about that, and that's the moment when I went, man, what's Nebraska doing here? What's the plan? We'll wrap up here, Hour 2 coming up.